Yep, 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 yep. Here we go, man. I ain't been on here in a minute. Um, let me put this over here. It's um not not a video. I'm gonna just start doing my joints and loading them. Just the audio, cause my room kind of messy. I've been working on my um doing my script for my book for my short film and stuff. But I just wanted to get on here because something been kind of on my mind. And sometimes I be wanting to just share it with people because you never know, you know, what people going through or whatever like that. But it's one of these things where I think maybe, I, you know, I was going to put up a post, but I figured it's too much to type. So I figured I'd just, you know, talk about it for a minute. Just a couple things I jotted down. But. I was listening to some stuff at work last week and it was about how black men can't never share our feelings like with who, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, if we share them with the public, then we, we are crying black men or complaining. If we share them with our friends, we soft as hell and, you know, don't nobody want to you know, hang with no soft dude crying about his feelings. And <clears throat> we really can't say it to our women because then they're going to think we soft and all of a sudden we got to have that fight in the house. We can't say it to our kids because we don't want to lose that leverage as a father or authority figure. So um, it was just something that I guess I, I mean, I guess I could put out there in the wind or whatever, but like, it's okay to be scared. You know, it's what you do with that, that fear. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay to be scared that you're going to let people down and to tell them my kids, my wife, my family, my friends, like I don't want to let them down. The stuff that I do, I go to work, I do my podcast stuff, I do everything I do in my life is really, is for me, but I want to help people. But I also don't want to let them down as well. Like in the meantime, you know, like for an example, like I told my wife, like before we got married, like this is scary. Like I've never been married before. I never like walked this path like this like square ass dude and just to work and back and you know I don't I didn't know what was on the other side of that fence. So instead of me trying to deal with it on my own, I thought it was best that like I said out of all the options, talking to your kids, talking to your friends, talking to your family, talking to some coworkers, talking to your cousins or whoever. I, I felt it was best that I talked to her because this is the person that I'm going to bat with and for and next after her. And you know what I'm saying? She using my bat. I'm using her bat. Like we so intertwined when you talking about living together, marriage, kids and all of that. So that's just my approach. And that's just something that I figured that I share. Like, you know, I remember I remember having that conversation about excuse me about being scared or whatever but like I said I just wanted to put it out there like I don't I, I just don't get how people can open up to like a stranger like with therapy and I'm not I ain't I'm not knocking therapy or therapists or nothing like that but I'm just saying like 
I'm not going to go talk to somebody else about my problems in my house and not talk to the people in my house about those problems. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, whether it's your wife, your your mama, your daddy, whoever you may live with, it don't, it don't matter. Your kids or whatever. So I'm just saying my wife is the one I'm rolling with. So why shouldn't she know what's really going on, like, inside of me and in my soul? You know what I'm saying? I, that's just one thing that I kind of wanted to put out there because – it be sometimes you you hear people talking to their friends or talking to, or sometimes people call me and ask me and I'd be like, you know, well, what's she say? And they'd be like, man, I ain't even say nothing to her. And they'd be like, so what the fuck you saying something to me for? Like, you don't live with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not with me. You're not in a relationship with me. I'm glad you called me for an advi advice. And maybe I'm the guy that you look to for advice, but, and I do what I can, but my approach would be, talk to the person you with and then if you need like confirmation or something I guess then go talk to somebody else but I don't get why you would be with somebody that you can't talk to you know but I don't know but the thing is is that most of y'all is with people that you don't trust and that's crazy to me because you're a raw dog this girl you have a kid with this girl. You go to work, get this girl your money. She can drive your car. She cook for you. You trust her with your life if she cooking you food because she could poison the shit out of you. All of this stuff, but you can't tell her that you scared about a business you want to start. Or you, you can't tell her that you scared that you're going to lose her or you you scared to ask her if you are a good boyfriend or husband or something. I ask my wife that. And I also tell her that she's going to have to help me be a good husband. She's going to have to help me be a good father. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. We all out here running around and we get some shit out of this article and this what this dude said. And you saw what this dude did and your daddy did and didn't do and what your brother did. And you try to mold this all into something and hand it to her instead of just talking to her or your kids or whoever it may be that you are in the situation with. And I, I don't know, man. I just, I think that's the way, I mean, I just don't get how people can do all of that in the end, be scared to open their feelings. And I know it's hard. And I guess that's just what this is all about is saying that it's okay. You got to find somebody. We cannot hold this shit in because I think that this is where, all of this anger is coming from with black men is because they got us thinking like if you don't take pills or go to a therapist that you got to keep it in you still i think you still have to let that out you know what i'm saying i just i just tell like i say i tell my wife everything because one i trust her and i 100 percent believe that no matter what she's not gonna throw it up in my face you know what i'm saying and that's just because she's not cut like that. And that's the reason why I married her, which goes back to like, why would you kind of be with a person that you can't talk to and can't open up to? And and that's not me knocking nobody relationship. I'm just saying that's something you should think about because you carrying that bag around. And if why carry it around when you got a person right here, if she really love you and she really down for you, y'all can split that weight, you know, kind of what, but whatever. But if you with somebody you can't open up to, man, I guess you should just, I feel like you shouldn't be with them. You know what I'm saying? I, I open up to her because I need her to understand 
how serious I am about what we going through, what we dealing with, how serious I am about my family, how serious I am about my dreams, how serious I am about my job and taking care of the house. And I need her to know how serious I am. So when something happened or I come up short on something or I might get an attitude or something, she understands exactly where that's coming from. She know where the nail is in the floor. I might be over here tripping, but she know that it leads back to wanting what's best for me, my family, my house, and the people around me. So that's why I tell her, me, because I need her to know how serious I am. And, like, another thing, like, with this is, like, another thing. This is just stuff that I was kind of jotting down listening to. I was listening to some stuff. It's okay to cut the bullshit, like, that's that's black men. Like it's okay to cut the bullshit. Like all the fucking around and like trying to be hard and all that shit. Like we get. I'm 41, so I'm talking to people around my age. I'm assuming, and it's okay to cut the bullshit. It's okay to shut it down a little bit. It's okay to not be so wild and you know I I be seeing dudes on on like social media my age and older. They still on Instagram and Facebook and stuff with guns in their hands talking about what they'd do to a nigga. When, like, man, you 47. Like, you got a grandchild, bro. Like, and then when that little motherfucker grows up and go to jail or get killed, now everybody going to run around talking about, oh, he was a good kid. No, he wasn't. He never had a chance because look how the grandfather was. Look how the father was. All because I believe it's coming to the point where Nobody wants to check nobody, especially ourselves. And part of checking ourselves is letting that stuff out, talking about what jammed you up, what tripped you up in life. Be honest about it. It's no way that I can tell my, my boys, I got three sons, it's no way that I can tell them about being a man without telling them my story and where I feel I fucked up at that set me behind. And until we ready to do that, it's never going to change nothing. Especially if you still out here doing that bullshit. That's why I say it's okay to cut the bullshit. It's okay to say, you know what, man, fuck this. I'm going to cut this shit out because I got a son to raise. I'm going to cut this shit out because I want to marry this girl. Now I want to lose her. I'm going to cut this shit out because... I want a house. I want, or cut it out because you tired of going to jail. Cut it out because you tired of looking over your shoulder, wondering who gonna blow your fucking head off. Whatever it might be, it's okay to cut the bullshit. And and from a person who jumped the gate, it's not that bad over here. I was scared. I was like, you know, what if I get married and move in, and what if it don't work, and what if I work at this job, and you know don't get nothing out of it in 10, 15 years or whatever, whatever the fuck the fear was. I jumped the gate. It's cool over here. So I talked to my wife, get you somebody who's not going to throw it up in your face. Who's going to hide your back. It's cool. They're not going to hurt us. Like I'm, I'm one of these people. My wife tell me all the time that I, I'm hard on black women. I, I, I am because I believe that y'all have our kids and y'all got to raise them. But I'm just as hard on black men because we got to get our shit together and quit leaving them out here to do it by themselves. And part of fixing us as a people, we have to talk about that. We have to start somewhere 
And I don't know where to start. This is just me starting where I think is best. And we can go from here if we get some kind of dialogue going. But this is just something that I was thinking about. But, like, like I said, it's okay to shut that shit down, man. It's like it's okay to look in the mirror and say, you know what, Michael, you ain't shit. You need to get your shit together, man. It's okay to do that. It's okay for you to turn to your girl and say, what am I doing wrong? So she can tell you. But don't ask her if you're not going to fix it. It's okay to go to somebody that you trust and say, how do you look at me? What Rate me. And be ready for them to tell you the truth. And be ready to do something about it. Go to somebody you trust. Don't go to one of your yes men or one of your yes girlfriends or somebody who is scared to lose you. And we got to watch out for those people too that's scared that you're going to get to that next level and leave them behind because they're going to lie to you. They're going to tell you, no, man, you cool. You cool, man. Fuck these hoes, man. You know what I'm saying? Fuck her. You know what I'm saying? And all of that shit. And then you out here assed out by yourself. Mm. And that's one of those things. But you got to look in that mirror and say, you did this to you. Rather, how you was raised, your mama, your daddy. Like, I used to run around, like, because where I grew up at, because I had kids, young, all that baby mama stuff, like, worried about what people think and then next thing you know man you 30 35 40 and you still bullshitting and it's like you can keep bullshitting and die bullshitting or you can get on the ball because one thing about that motherfucking shot clock that motherfucker is running down whether you running the play or not whether you end where you supposed to be the clock is running so I think if we out here bullshitting, I really think we out here bullshitting because we scared. But it's okay to be scared. Like I said, it's okay to be to be scared that you're not going to be the man that you want to be. And this is the reality of that part. If you started late, you're never going to be that man. The man that the, the man that most males have in their mind takes probably 20, 30 years to become after you turn 18. So if you've been bullshitting for 10, 15 years, you 10, 15 years behind, which means you're not going to become that man at 31 or 32. You're going to become that man at 45, 46. And if you bullshit for 25, 30 years, then you bumping that shit up to 55, 56. So if you bullshit for 30, 40 years, you're never going to become that man any fucking way. So why not just, why not do it for your, your son? Some, I mean, this is not me knocking nobody been to prison. But I know dudes who went to jail for 10 years and they get out. And they thought we was going to wait on them. Nigga, I got kids now. I got a job. Where the hoes at? Nigga, I'm married. Like, oh, man, let's hang out. Man, I got to work, dog. They call me in. I'm finna go. And, and like, they be like, what the fuck happened? We moved on. We kept growing. We kept doing what we going to do. It's just, why go to jail for that? It's a lot of people ain't even went to jail and been out here just bullshitting. And when you meet them and you talk to them, you can tell that they're 10 or 15 years behind. Like, once you get on the ball, you you can see who's not on the ball. And then you're going to look in that mirror and you're going to be mad at yourself for not getting on the ball earlier. Like, with credit and buying a house and, you know, 
raising your kids, you look up and he's fucking 13 and you like, fuck. Now you got five years to squeeze in eight years, 18 years of parenting because you've been bullshitting for 13 years. What I'm saying is we got to get to a point where and we got to get there fast because these niggas is jumping out, killing each other in the daytime. And you can't tell me that it's not based on us. Like, as as fathers and mothers or whoever we want to blame, I say I'm talking to black men. And men, I mean, but I'm talking to men, but black men in particular, like, we got to get on the ball, you know what I'm saying? And, and I think what keep us from getting on the ball is us being scared. But, like, it's just I know we got to just start focusing our energy on how we going to deal with that part because, you know, life is coming regardless. So you either going to fight through it or you're going to just buckle under the fucking pressure. But life is coming. And let me go back to this. It's a like going to therapy i think therapy works depending on how fucked up you are and if the therapist is out to help you or get paid however i don't think that every case calls for therapy in my case i got stuff that i need to deal with but it's not that bad the stuff that i need to deal with i could talk to my wife I can talk to my sister. I call one of my high school coaches. I can call one of my homeboys. Like, because I got people around me that I feel will give me the 100% honest truth. And I'm ready to apply it. So I don't think that Michael needs a therapist, so to speak. I need therapy and I get it from the people I just named. So when I say that to like a, one of my friends, not, I'm just saying like another person who hangs with another group of people. If all six of y'all bullshitting and then you need some help and you ask those other five for advice, they gonna give you some bullshit advice because all six of y'all be bullshitting. So that's one of the things about therapy that keeps us from seeking therapy is that we only think we can get it from a pill bottle or a therapist church pastors your friends like everybody know that person that'll keep it a buck with them and you don't ask them because you really don't want to change that's why i say on the inside we got to deal with our feelings and i think the feeling that we need to deal with is fear we scared that this shit ain't gonna work i am too i, I listen to this thing and it says where's this all going and i listen to it all the time and it's this man, he be talking about where is this going? You know, your 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 relationship, your job, your, your, your business you got. What is you doing this for? Where is this going? What are you doing this for? You got to look down the road a little bit and say, okay, that's the end game. That's what I'm running towards. So even if you get there or not, you got to head that way. Because standing here, you ain't getting shit. But I think it... it boils down to that but you know as far as therapy go i don't fuck with it like i said i don't really fuck with it i'm just tired of people using therapy as a crutch 
you know, to why they out here fucking up, being lazy and the way they are. And people say, well, you know, I'm bipolar and all that goofy shit we be saying that is an excuse. I, and I'm, I'm not saying that some people can't help it because some people are really sick, but I'm talking to the people that know they bullshitting. If this hit your ears and you know you bullshitting, quit bullshitting. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people out there that's just really out here just bullshitting. And we know that. And as a people, we can't even say that because he's liable to blow your head off because he be bullshitting. And it's just like, do we cut those people off? Do we leave them? I think we could save them. And, and we got to get on that ball. But like I'm saying, like, you have a motherfucker just like look you right in your eyes and say, you know, that they need to work on themselves before getting a job. Nigga, you just lazy. You can just be like, I, I, I got anger issues. That's why I can't work nowhere. <laughs> but you be calm when you go see them hoes. You be calm when you around your niggas playing the game. You be calm when you smoking weed. You be calm when you sitting on the porch for hours and hours and hours and hours. But you can't go up here and load some trucks without getting mad and fighting somebody for a paycheck to take care of your kids and take care of yourself. That's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all niggas, it's like, it's cool. Like, you just laying, like, up under your chick, man. Like, just her getting her little money and getting some food stamps and like just cool with that you calm then though you'll sit at home calm no anger issues no uh trauma from the past none of that shit none of that shit affects you day to day because if you fucked up you're going to be fucked up all day we know crazy people we know people that's really fucked up they can't do shit they can't go to walmart they can't go to the gas station you can't ask them to watch your kids or nothing and and we know that those are the people that need the real help. I'm talking about the people that be bullshitting and use that kind of stuff as a crutch. And it's ultimately affecting us as a whole race. All these individual bad apples is really fucking us all up. And I, I don't know what we got to do. This is just something that kind of, you know, like I said, too much to type on it text on facebook or something i usually be putting stuff up on social media but you know as far as women go women to say like they need therapy before they can submit to a man i think that's bullshit you don't want to submit to no man just say that but don't say niggas ain't shit don't put niggas down don't call other women stupid who do all that shit, man, like, just say you. Just say you don't want to submit to a guy. But the thing is, you don't want to submit to a guy who who is who you deem as weak. And who raising these weak motherfuckers? We are. These next crop of weak-ass boys that's coming up that y'all be calling gay and soft and jumping out shooting, they coming out of fucked up situations and we are those fucked up situations so why not try to fix something before you get up out of here like you're gonna get up out of here i don't give a fuck who you are 
Now, you can live your life parading through this bitch party and saying, fuck your kids, fuck your family, fuck dreams and goals. You can do all that. Or you can say, you know what, I'm going to plant at least one seed. And that one seed is going to be my child. So if, if I don't give a fuck how much I smoke and drink, go upstairs. I don't care how many niggas I fuck, how many bitches I fuck. You can't come over to my son and go to sleep. You can't live here unless we're going to be together, unless we're going to be married, and whatever. Give the kid a fucking chance. Get them up, send them to school. Make sure they get good grades. Like, all that wearing a bonnet to the school shit, I'm not cool with it. But if you get up and take your kid to school, I don't give a fuck what you got on. I would prefer you not to have it on. But if I see a parking lot full of bonnet head motherfucking bitches, I don't care. It ain't going to matter. Hey, son, what's going on? I'm recording, man. No, can you leave out until I get done? Give me a minute. This is my son, Nicholas, just busting in the room. Don't worry about it. He would be okay, man. But, like, it just, I'm just thinking, like, why is it women out here with six, seven, eight kids by six, seven, eight different niggas that's working on themselves? Just, you know, like, just keeping a 100. You don't need no therapy. You know what I'm saying? You need to admit that you done already fucked up, and we can go from here. We can, like I say, we can argue about little stupid shit like bonnets if we want to, but I'm not here for that. We can argue about you having kids by different people. I got kids by different women. I'm not finna be crying about that. What y'all want to do? Y'all want to raise these kids right or or no? Like, it, it because this is what I'm over here doing, and I'm not going to argue with you. And not not saying that I'm, I'm not, I am saying it, but I'm not saying it. But, like, I'm, I got one younger child with another with another woman besides my wife. My other kids are grown. But like if it's best that that, that nigga get the fuck on because he dumb as hell, admit that you had a baby by a dumbass nigga and let him get the fuck on. Then go get you a good nigga that you can have around this baby that's gonna help you raise him right. Don't just continue to pick fucked up niggas and have all these fucked up kids and then turn around and be like, men ain't shit or help me or something. Or y'all don't understand. Yes, we do. We understand that you fucked up and kept fucking up. I'm asking you to stop fucking up. Stop doing it to yourself. And if that means not having nobody, then that's, that's just that. If y'all look at the numbers of the people on earth, everybody is not going to get somebody. You throw in the gay shit. You throw in the lesbian shit. Niggas is not getting no husband and no wives like y'all claim y'all gonna be. And I'm saying, I my situation, I'm blessed, I'm lucky about that. All I'm saying is, it was a day where I was like, nigga, you been bullshitting. And that was the day that things start to get better. The moment when I said I was bullshitting and I started to do something about it, Things started to get better. I started to see people and things for what they really was. I started to see stuff in myself that was bullshit. All the time I was fucking around with my brothers and fucking with bitches. I could have been with my kids. I could have been building something with my wife. You know what I'm saying? I met my wife fucking damn near 20 years ago. We've been married coming up on two years. What if I'd have, what if I'd have really put the foot to the flow from day one because I would have already knew what the fuck a good woman was if I was taught what a good woman was if I was raised around good women. And that's not no knock on nobody. That's a knock on all of us. 
None of us know what that is. But we got examples. We just shit on those examples because if we praise this example over here and say Angela Bassett is a good woman, ultimately we saying who is not a good woman. And that's the part that y'all don't want to hear because it's one Angela Bassett and it's a hundred of y'all. So instead of y'all jumping her, how about y'all sit the fuck down in front of her and pull out a notepad? When we start talking about these good men out here and these good husbands, it ain't Lil Uzi Vert. And I'm not knocking him. I know I be throwing his name out there a lot, but I'm not with the diamond in the head shit, bro. That's like it's a lot of shit you can do to influence these kids, and that's not one of them. All I'm saying is we get in front of a, a real man and we'll say he gay. We get in front of a real man and we'll say he a nerd, he a hoe, he a square. Somebody punched the nigga in the mouth. Like, when did we get to that part? Because we scared. And we gonna put our best foot forward. And most niggas' best foot forward is fighting, shooting. You can't read. You don't know how to fucking trade. You don't know how to change brake pads. You don't know how to do shit. You don't know how to babysit. You don't know how to change a diaper. You don't know how to read. You don't know how to fucking count money. Like, but you can fight. So you take the shit to where it go to. So you gonna tell me that Robert Smith, he's a billionaire. He wears suits, he's square. He ain't no hoe. He probably can't fight. But nigga, he do more for us than niggas out here that y'all be praising will ever do. And that's what I'm saying, like, that's the point we got to get to where we flip this around back to, to that part. And I think the way that we can flip it is by dealing with ourselves and fear. You know what I'm saying? It's just the point is, man, there's a lot of people out here pulling this bipolar damaged childhood and I need a therapist shit just to be bums, just to be lazy, just to be hood rats, just to be fucking junkies, just to coast through life, which is fine. My issue is when they get mad, when people don't play along, I think we got to quit playing along. It's just all of a sudden people diagnose bipolar and they never had a fucking breakdown in their life. Like this is me. I don't know like about stuff like that so i'll be honest about that i'm just saying like it's been people that we grew up with and they was cool when we was kids they got with that nigga they had a baby or two shit started getting hard she got put out a few times she lost a job she got another nigga had another baby now she bipolar no you're not you got to get your shit together same thing with niggas nigga go to jail nigga get out he all fucked up and he can't read and shit. Now all of a sudden he's bipolar. No, nigga, you 10 years behind. Like, and we got to really get to that point where we deal with that part of it. And like, that's just something that, you know, like I said, I don't, I don't know, man. Me, I'm just on here just talking shit because it, like I said, it was just too much to type in. If I'm all over the place, excuse me. But last but not least, man, because I want to get back to my book stuff. You know what I'm saying? I've been uh, working on my stuff, some uh, trying to get, get going on the short film stuff. So if anybody know anybody with a crew and y'all looking for material, I write. I would like to get with some actors and stuff and get my ideas out on the flow. I got some people I've been talking to, but whatever. But anyway, another thing I want to hit people with is 
black people, let's quit acting like we support each other and we don't. Like, it's okay. I, I'm, I'm over that nobody buying my t-shirt shit. I'm over that. A lot of us get over that pretty quick. We learn the game. For, 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 for second, third, go around entrepreneurs, we learned already. Now, if you, you get a first-time entrepreneur who took their last 10 grand and invested and then y'all didn't do nothing, I, I get why they upset. But the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth investors that invest in themselves, we not invest in our last penny fucking with y'all no more. We got different shit that we going to do and we'll be all right. My issue be is people saying they fuck with people and don't. Or niggas waving the black power flag when they got something for sale. I wave that motherfucker all the time. Whether I'm buying something, whether I'm teaching somebody something, whether I'm learning something, whether I'm schooling somebody, whether we sharing information, I'm waving that black power flag. I don't act like I fuck with people and don't. I do fuck with people. I'm one of the most solid fucking dudes that you motherfuckers run across. And you can ask anybody. Anybody to say that I'm not, ask them why. And watch they tell you a bullshit ass story behind it. I stand on that. Anybody that ever came across me that needs some information or needs some help doing something, Michael did what he could or I directed you to the person that probably could do it. And I ain't want no credit. I text this motherfucker, say, hey, my man want to holler at you about such and such. Can I give him your number? Yeah, cool, boom, boom, that's it. I'm out the way. Y'all go the fuck ahead. Because I know that if I can link two other black men together, now it's three of us that can stand in front of these kids and say, look, we did it without selling dope and going to the NBA and, you know, rapping and shooting niggas and fucking being fucked up. You can be a square and be cool. In fact, squares live a better life. That's what I'm saying. Like, I jumped the gate, and I was scared to jump the gate, but I done jumped that motherfucker, and it's cool. Do I miss out on parties and shit? Of course. Do I miss out on hanging out with people? Of course. But when you pull that scale out, what's more important? Hanging with your homeboy or hanging with your son? Y'all niggas don't even know how good that feel because you ain't even gave your son a fucking chance. And I can openly admit that it was days where – back when I was younger that I didn't but now I'm just sharing what I what, what I'm going through it feel good to live with your child I live with two of my kids now I never lived in the house with, with my kids before it feel good but we have to somehow ball all of this together and we got to start saying what's important and what's not important and part of us growing is honesty. And that goes back to if you don't support somebody and you don't fuck with them, that's okay. You don't have to fake it. Most of our friendships ain't based on money anyway. We just think it is. Oh, I got these t-shirts for sale. Well, let me let me stop fucking with Mike and dodge him because he's going to be mad that I don't buy a shirt from him. Nigga, I know you broke. I'm not going to get mad at a nigga who can't buy no shirt. Nigga, you ain't got no money. Well, you can't share my shit, though, if we really friends. But, nigga, if you got a million dollars and you ain't bought no shirt, then you not my friend. You get the fuck on anyway because you that's showing me that you don't fuck with me anyway. So my thing is, why not just say it? Why not just quit acting like it? And we can move on because 
our relationship ain't based on deuce fire clothing. It's really not. Most of your friendships ain't based on if you buy somebody's outfit from them or if you buy a beat from them or if you get them to cut your grass. That ain't what y'all relationship based on because if you've been like, say my man cut my grass. I've been knowing this motherfucker 30 years. He just started cutting grass. So how in the fuck was our relationship ever based on that if we been knew each other? I just started selling t-shirts. So there's no way that my friendship is based on that with anybody. But I don't lie and i don't fuck around and say oh yeah i'm game i'll be there when niggas come to me and say mike man we throwing a party man saturday man it's gonna be cold man tickets 25 dollars. i ain't coming i'm gonna tell them just like that i ain't coming why i don't party why because i don't want to be out here with these little wild ass niggas no more i tell them just like that now what i can do i can share it on my page and the people that want to come can come but i ain't and, and that's just that. And then, guess what? We still friends. I remember talking to my homeboy about investing, and he like, man, you're going to miss the boat. We set up and had a two-hour argument. We was drinking, popping sunflower seeds. When we got done, we were still friends. Still my homeboy, still love each other, still sat there and finished watching the game. Trust me, a lot of this shit that we got going on as black men, it ain't that serious. It's okay to be fucking scared of failing. It's okay to be scared to, that you're going to fuck up as a father. We don't know what the fuck we out here doing. It's okay to just be friends. It's okay to not hang out because your girl wants you to be at home. Like, it's cool. Nobody like for real, but back on the not supporting shit, so I can get the fuck on because this is way too long. Um, I just don't get all the you know brother brother shit when somebody's building their brand, especially when they started after you and didn't support you. That's what I mean about if you don't fuck with somebody, say it. But people won't say that because they want you to fuck with them. Which make you even worse because we peep that shit. But that's just one of the things. But like, like we we don't do shit unless you paying them for it. But you look around and they'll be doing that same thing for somebody else for free. For a stranger. I don't see motherfuckers like doing shows. Niggas out here like feeding the homeless, doing fucking coat drives and shirt drives and donating money, hyping other niggas up. And somebody that they know in their family do the same shit. Now, he don't even know these niggas that they doing this other shit for. And they be doing all kind of shit. That's why I say, like, if we start being honest about stuff like that, maybe we can... Maybe it'll get to a point where, okay, Michael, you want to do a, 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 a back-to-school drive. And somebody might see me and say, I can do better than that. Instead of going off trying to do it yourself, why don't you step to Michael and say, hey, this is what I think you can do better in your situation. See, nobody, I said this on the podcast before, everybody wants their name on the side of the building. We're not going to be able to get there. Everybody's not going to be a millionaire. Everybody's not going to be a billionaire. Everybody's not going to make a hundred grand. Everybody's not going to make 50 grand. But what we can do together at the least is be honest. And I think that that's a, 
a lot of it starts with fixing our fucking house. Because I I always tell my son Nicholas, I know you scared of me. Like I I'm I'm glad that my son is scared of me. My son Michael, he they scared of me. I'm glad. But don't lie to me. Because that's a way worse whooping. If you broke it on mistake, we can go from there. But if you broke it on mistake and you lie and try to hide it, I'm going to be upset. It's just a fucking glass. Whatever it is that you're dealing with, if you fuck with somebody, it, fuck with them. If you don't, you don't. It's the, the lie is the problem. But, like I said, to wrap it all up, we got to do what we got to do because not to get down and not to try to put some damper on shit, but man, fuck life. Like, nobody gives a fuck. Nobody cares that what you're going through. Nobody cares what you're dealing with. Like, so why lie? Nobody give a fuck about what you're going through and what you're dealing with in your situation from the past and all that. So why hold on to it? Why be scared of it? Why make? Why let that shit control you or keep you from doing something? Why? Life don't give a fuck, nigga. You gonna get out of here one day or another. So my thing is, I suggest we pull the scale out on shit. And I was listening to somebody talk about this. They said they pull the scale out every day. What am I gonna do today that's gonna be more important than this house? If it's nothing, then I'm gonna stay in the house. Right? I gotta go to work tomorrow. I pull the scale out. Is it anything going on out here more important than me going to work getting this money for my house? No, I'm going to work. Pull the scale out every day on everybody all the time and watch how niggas start falling off, like just falling off the side of a fucking slippery ass fucking bus going down the freeway. Niggas going to be getting the fuck on when you stop drinking, you stop smoking, you stop hanging out, you start focusing on you, your family, your kids, God, and you put all that shit first. Watch how them niggas get out the way. Then watch how he bowling ball. He going to send that motherfucking blessing right down to you. But fuck all this extra shit. Like, I'm just saying. All this I'm saying is because I really, I'm sick of black people. We are letting each other down. We got all this money. And then I found the number where it says 44 million black people in America. Why are we starving and we making all this money? It's because we want to shit on each other. Because they taught us to shit on each other. Fuck life. Let's share this shit. Let's be together. Let's do what we got to do. Because we going to get the fuck up out of here. We getting older. I know y'all see people dying when you was younger. Oh, man, he was, when I was young, he was all in shape and he was playing basketball. Now he old as fuck or he dead. Nigga, our crop eventually coming. Our kids' crops is coming. Our grandkids' crops is coming. Niggas is going to get the fuck up out of here. So why not plant something and try to change something versus trying to shit on people while you're here? Because no matter how long you shit on somebody, you're getting up out of here. Nah. I don't know, but I'm just saying not me, though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like I said, you can't find one motherfucker say I'm not solid or I ain't down for the cause because, like I said, I'm one of the realest ones you'll meet, and I stand on that. So with that being said, man, just be safe out here. I just wanted to get on here because it was just too much to type. I'm going to upload this probably to my Anchor app or whatever, but, you know, Mike with a mic, 313 at gmail.com. Uh, DeuceFireClothing.com, RefreshUs15.com, DetroitCousins.com, PlatinumStatus.com. Those are people that 
you know, got clothing lines and stuff since since I done basically did a whole show. It's been like 40 minutes. I didn't even know I was going that long. But like I said, man, if y'all need anybody to talk to, shit, email me, Mike with a mic 313 at gmail.com. Black men, if you need somebody to talk to and you need to get the shit off your chest or whatever, man, hit me up. I'll talk to you. Like, we got to let that shit out because it's in order for us to get shit going, we really got to fix each other. Be it us, the women, or the kids. You know, I'm done arguing chicken or the egg. I'm going to put my card out there first. I'm scared as fuck. Somebody help me. Somebody give me some advice. Somebody come sit with me and talk so we can figure this thing out because I don't know what I'm doing. Now, when we get a group of people together and we start putting ideas together, then we can start to fix things. But I don't want nobody coming this way telling me something. We either going to talk and we going to fix it. I don't need nobody who don't want to get fixed or who don't want to fix the fucking village because that's the problem. The problem is we fucked up. I think from where I'm standing at, black men, we can't make no moves because we scared. We scared of our kids. We scared of society. We scared of our women. We scared of our brothers. We scared of our fathers. We can't even say nothing or do nothing because we scared. Fuck it. I said, I'm scared. Let's figure it out. And we can go from there. But other than that, man, y'all be safe. I'm going to get back to typing. Hopefully soon, y'all get to see some handsome bum production stuff, man. I'm feeling good about everything going on. But other than that, man, like I said, Mike with a mic 313 at gmail.com. Y'all could check me out. I don't even know if I ran the intro or not before I started this. I probably didn't, but I'll run the outro for y'all, and y'all have at it. You were just listening to. Thanks for listening to. You were just listening to. Mike with the mic. Mike with the mic.